The Sound of Dow podcast is also available to listen to on iTunes, Spotify, and Audible. So if you want to listen to your podcast, you can go check it out there. If not, what's up, guys? All right, folks, welcome to the Sound of Dow. How are we all doing? Partner, let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard of the tall tale of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Oh, no, you haven't? Well, partner, let me tell you, it is a legend around these parts. How a lone second-term congresswoman stared down in the face of death. Katie Porter next to her whining, saying, Oh my God, we're going to die. Alexandria says, No, yes, we will die. But we will die for what we believe in, standing up for what we believe in, just like Che Guevara. Oh, let me tell you, feller, it is quite a story. How the... Evil Zodiac killer Ted Cruz and his accomplice Josh Hawley sent a mob of terrorists to kill Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The terrorists stormed into her building, broke into her hallway, pounding on her door. Alexandria knew she must have faced certain death, believing she was going to die, but knew uh, in her ultimate bravery that she was going to die for what she believed in. And then the, the door opened, and it turns out uh, like, like an angel coming down from heaven, although usually a better comparison would be to a demon from hell because all cops are bad. In this case, an angel coming down from heaven. God sent her prayers to Charles Darwin. Atheist joke. Her prayers to Charles Darwin were answered. A lone Capitol Police officer knocks on the office door and says, Alexandria, I am here to save you. For the good of the Republic. The battle... Well, I shouldn't say the battle hymn of the Republic starts playing... Be oh, I, okay. The, the Soviet Union national anthem begins to play. And she runs out. Rioters and mobs chasing her. And she made it out. Well, that may have been basically the story that you might have heard AOC would not shut the hell up about constantly whining about on Twitter for the last two to three weeks. It, it, the, the story has gotten more and more ridiculous every time. Even now, most recently, she's compared her story to sexual assault and to veterans of war, okay? You heard that, folks? What, like, the, the, the troops who stormed Normandy on D-Day? Like, that's basically what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez went through. Just, just hiding in the Capitol. The hilarious part about this entire situation, though, folks, is that... She was freaking lying because you, you may have heard and this is this is a detail that she intentionally omitted. You, you may have, you know, from hearing her whole crazy story about that, that crazy infamous day. It's like freaking Pearl Harbor out here. OK, um, she basically sort of seemed to imply that she was actually in the Capitol building, which she wasn't. OK. And, and this is this is a detail that she omitted until she got caught because uh, Jack Posibek from One America News actually tried to look up, okay, where is AOC's office? Because that's the story she told, right? She said that her and Katie Porter were hiding in her office and, and they were acting like, oh, the, the mobs were in her hallway banging on our door, we thought. As we all know, the rioters on January 6th were storming the Capitol building. But here's the thing. AOC's office, as you'll see from this diagram right here, is not even in the Capitol building at all. <laughs> I mean, you, you can see this. Just, just take a look at this. Like many other members of Congress, her actual office is not even in the Capitol. 
And yet she 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 pretended like, oh, I was I was staring down the face of death. It was near death. I was I literally thought I was going to die. Not not just oh, I was a little scared. I mean, I, I guess in a situation like that, being a little bit scared is 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 a genuine possibility. But hearing from her story, acting like she literally just went through D-Day or something out here, you would think that I don't know, maybe she was actually in the Capitol building, but she got busted. AOC was literally not even in the Capitol building. The office that she presides in, fact check here. Now within hours of Jack Posibik dropping this absolute bombshell on AOC, check out AOC's response. And it's really funny because she's so obsessed about this whole situation that she's literally Googling herself to see what she's saying. She replies, this isn't a fact check at all. Your arrows aren't accurate. Oh yeah, they're off by a, a few meters, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, we got the building correct. And then they said, they lie about where the mob stormed and place them further away than it was. No, AOC, they're not lying. The mob stormed the dome. The mob stormed the Capitol building. Okay? I watched it happen. Many people watched it happen. The mob stormed the Capitol building. Your offices, those congressional offices, are literally across the street from the Capitol building. Shoot, considering there were cameras everywhere, sh show me video. Show me video of literally anyone trying to storm the congressional offices across the street. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. You're just making crap up. Then lastly, AOC says, you also failed to show tunnels. Wow, poor job all around. Oh yeah, tunnels. Cause, cause the rioters definitely had access to those, right? They, 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 they found the tunnels. They, they had the tunnels, and they were running through those tunnels trying to, trying to find AOC. Yeah, no, they weren't. Okay, here, here's the, just the sheer reality of the situation. And hilariously enough, before I get into that, hilariously enough, hours after this, hashtag Alexandria Ocasio Smollett begins to trend on Twitter. <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Okay, and absolutely true. But the reality of the situation was this. Was AOC probably feeling some genuine fear that day? I suppose, she probably was. But the facts are this, AOC's life was never in any immediate danger. Far from being certain she was about to die, rioters never even managed to breach the building that she was in considering she was not in the Capitol building. The, the only knock on her door, the only person that made it into her hallway was Capitol Police who evacuated her before anything even was possibly about to happen. The only probably true part of this ridiculously fake story is the fact that when she heard that knock on her door, she might have thought it was actually rioters. Okay, she might have thought that, maybe. But guess what? It was literally Capitol Police just there to evacuate her as a precaution, by the way. And yet, okay, and yet, for the past three weeks, AOC has literally been the single most dramatic and, and incessantly whining and complaining member of Congress that I have really ever seen. What's so funny is that while she continues to assert that she faced World War II like right on her doorstep, Republican members of Congress, are, are, are we just completely forgetting this story? I'm going to bring it up again. In 2017, Republican members of Congress were actually shot at. Like they were at congressional baseball practice in... Virginia and were actually shot at Steve Scalise was shot almost died at the hands of a Bernie Sanders supporting left-wing domestic terrorist and not only did Republican members of Congress not blame Bernie Sanders for it and try to get Bernie Sanders expelled from the Senate for it because that's ridiculous and that's just unfair and that threatens the very principle of free speech but also even Steve Scalise himself was not nearly as dramatic as AOC is being right now. And he got shot. 
He got shot and almost died as a member of Congress at the hands of a politically based domestic terrorist, and yet even he has not has gotten why nearly as much as AOC. Okay, AOC still right now. I mean, she's she's kind of been keeping a little bit low profile actually after she got busted, but still cannot shut her mouth about how and she really is stealing the spotlight by the way because if you want to talk about members of congress who who face trauma i would think those that were actually in the capitol chamber should be the ones that are given the platform if we care so much about trauma but aoc has made it entirely about herself even though her her life was just genuinely never in danger okay <laughs> but i do think that the congressional baseball shooting serves as the perfect example as to why aoc's everything is utter nonsense here trying to say that Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley tried to have her murdered for objecting to the electors. Now, let, let's get this clear. Objecting to the electors, which is what Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley did that supposedly sent an angry mob of terrorists after AOC. Objecting to the electors is a legal, constitutional, and by the way, common process that Democrats have done for every single Republican electoral victory of the 21st century. Every time a Republican has won, since 2000, some Democrat in Congress has tried to object to the electors. Hell, in 2016 when Trump won, Democrats literally objected to the state of Alabama because it was the first one on the list. So this is a common congressional process that's being done here. And yet, according to AOC's standard of speech, because some people who were hoping that people would object to the electors committed violence, Therefore, everyone who objected to the electors is, is guilty of violence and is, uh, we're inciting violence against you and tr we're trying to have you murdered. Which is really odd and really fascinating because that would also imply that she is guilty of every Black Lives Matter terrorist attack and every Antifa terrorist attack because we've seen her rhetoric on the issue, okay? We, it's, it's actually far more extreme than a anything Josh Hawley or Ted Cruz have said. But of course, we don't expect consistency. Right? What, the, what they ultimately want is a one-party state. It's, it's not like, oh, they got caught being hypocrites. No, what, what, what they want is a one-party state where our speech is valued differently from their speech. They have free speech, we don't have free speech. That, that's, that's the ultimate goal here. But hey, I'll give AOC credit for this. She is a master of political theater. She, she's a master of being dramatic and creating drama. And that's really what this whole debacle is. Exaggerated, intentionally manipulated, straight-out lying about the whole situation to attract attention to herself and stir up some political theater. Oh, and by the way, all that drama she's created, guess what is happening next week? Oh, the Trump impeachment trial. So now she's trying to instill it in everyone's heads that, look, all these people, these Republicans all incited violence and are now, they, they, tried, they tried to murder me and they tried to murder AOC. And, and now, just watch, I'm calling it, it'll probably happen. Her whole story, which is still fake and st still made up, will be definitely used as, as an argument during the Trump impeachment trial. And hey, even the Alexandria Ocasio-Smollett story, you know, her getting busted for actually lying about the situation, got buried because today, the very next day, oh my god, Marjorie Taylor Greene posted some conspiracy theories and some QAnon posts on Facebook a few years ago. Wow, this is, this is the, the greatest threat to, to the Republican Party. This is the greatest threat to Congress. We need to expel her. Oh, oh my god, the, the biggest threat to America is some freshman congresswoman from some nobody district in Georgia who posted about QAnon a few years ago. Yeah. It's a distraction. You know? 
It's, it's, it's all a distraction. And luckily for AOC, that was all timed properly because as soon as she gets busted for lying, what's next? Oh, we have a House vote to, uh, to, to strip Marjorie Taylor Greene of her committee roles. Okay. Okay. But folks, let me tell you this. We will not forget. Okay. Next Monday, I'm going to be doing a podcast, obviously, on the impeachment trial. And I'm just going to lay out every single argument as to why not only should Trump not be convicted, but why the, the, the premise behind this impeachment is fundamentally flawed in the first place. And don't think I've forgotten AOC's standard on what is an incitement of violence that, that has no consistency, because that, that's absolutely going to come back, okay? We're ready for this. And we'll, we'll get back to like doing longer or more detailed or more organized podcasts next week. But anyways, for now, that'll do it here for this podcast. I know the, the news has been a little bit dead, but... I'm sure next week it'll it'll really come back and we'll be really be able to talk about this stuff. Um, but until then, remember folks, Alpha moves only, and I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace.